Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. I only know too well what women can do. He picks up that ring and fucking slams it on his finger. You hear him utter the name Lady. As far as we know, I don't know if Lady Macbeth knows that her lord is is dead. Is she at the villa? She She's undoubtedly. She hasn't been leaving there. And that's where the page is. It's for uh, the, the lady of the villa. Um. And then Baklava has uh, four CPs. The fourth letter of that is an L, so O-W-L. Okay. You see that same woman, aged some in years, as her feet float above the floor in what you can only describe as dream floating, and Lady Macbeth has entered the stage. cricket is that it's probably me probably <laughs> okay cool there's so many crickets i'm sorry I tried. oh it's not it's not bad that just suddenly was like it's a really loud cricket there's like 800 of them it was a cricket all right there we go baby enter lady macbeth sleep floating and softly wringing her hands a single tapered candle slowly hovers in her wake A drum of thunder and colorful flash of lightning illuminates her pale blue, gaunt form as the storm picks up again outside. Down the hall, all three of you hear her dreamily muttering to herself in a sort of sing-song voice. And you hear her say, Out. Out, damn spot. Out, I say. One. Two. Why, then, tis time to do it. Hell is murky. Fie, fie, my lord, fie. A soldier and a feared? What need we fear who knows it, when none can call our power to account? Yet who would have thought the old man to have had so much blood in him? And she continues in this nonsensical manner, Bertram, and you see her floating towards you. And she, before she enters within 10 feet of you, she immediately veers off and floats into a doorway to the right. Not, not the doorway at the end where I'm by with the owl on it, a different doorway? Yeah. So she was on the far end of the hallway. So you were the only one who could see her. The other two who are still at the base of the, the stairwell would not have seen her. They only heard her coming down the hallway. Um, and before she can come into kind of like where it opens up into the second floor landing, she veers off direction into a doorway on the right hand side. Is the door still open? Mm-hmm. I want to quickly follow her. I want to pick up 
the tray I think I had of the food from Bugbear Ganoush, and I want to start following her like stealthily, quietly, thinking that if she wakes up and sees me, I can at least say like, oh, I have your food. If not, I can just sneak behind her and see where she's going. Okay. Yeah, you do that. Uh, I, I would say for this, she's clearly sleep floating and... She, I mean, even with like the amount of noise that the storm is now making outside as it starts to pound down on onto the villa, uh, I would give you advantage on a stealth check. 13. 17. Okay. You are successfully able to follow at an appropriate distance where she does not even notice you. And it is, it, I mean, it is quite a sight for you. Real quick, um, before, you, before I go in the door, I try and look in the direction of Penny and Awen, mm-hmm. And I just like shrug my shoulders, kind of saying like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I, I, I'm, I guess I'm leaving them the option whether to go in the door or follow me to do what they need to do. But we're rolling with it. So... That was, that was my kind of, before I, I follow her into the next room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're able to do that. Um, and yeah, she continues on uh, just wringing her hands in such a way that it reminds you a lot of just someone trying to wash them clean. And as she's doing that and another flash of lightning um, peels through the window, you catch sight of that very familiar three-dotted tattoo, um, and this time on her right hand. Oh, the tattoos on her right hand. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. And on her left hand, um, she just on her, her index finger, on her pointer finger, she is wearing a ring identical um, to that that Awen is wearing. Oh. Totally bodes well. Yeah. Okay. So what is this? Did you say what is this room we're in? What are, what are, we, what are we looking at here? It, it looks like a, it, for all intents and purposes, it, it looks like a guest room. And you would know that was a, it was a regular practice for the family, the Featherfoot family, to entertain guests on a, on a regular basis, some staying as long as a whole month. And so that second floor, one wing of it would be for guests and their mm. needs and their entertainments. And so the room that she's going in is sumptuously dressed um you can tell that it is not currently in use and it's just empty um and all the windows are um the shades are drawn back so you can clearly see and have this shot of the hedge maze um that you had just come through hmm. and she's kind of just like floating throughout this room am i yeah, can i do a, and, can i do a general perception ha- to see if there's anything of importance anything worth like maybe stealing uh, something to bring back to the, the green hoods in this room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Natural 20. Yes. You, you see in a corner writing desk, kind of like one of those secretary desks, um, that is thrown open still. And there are, uh, some sheets of paper that had been it, it you kind of like pass by it and you see that there have been signs of like recent use and while it is not freshly written on you do see that the quill itself is set askance uh some of the i would say some of the ink has been spilled out and the pages themselves have been faintly 
impressed upon as if whoever was writing on top of that was pressing down hard enough to make some indents on this paper. Also, there's a handkerchief um, that's been folded neatly and placed onto the pillow of the bed as if perhaps whoever was there had left this behind and it's there waiting for their return. Okay. I, oh, man. I won't bother that. But I'll go with the, for the piece of paper. So this, this, I'm seeing uh, like indents in the paper as if something on top of it was being like written and like press yes, on top of it. Yes, as if like there is a sheath of parchment papers. And whoever was writing on the top paper for a note, uh, yeah. a letter or anything had been pressing hard enough with the quill okay. that some of whatever they were writing had been also indented into the next sheet down. Okay. Um... Yes, I want to do a thing, and I don't know how to do it, but I want to do the thing. Um, so I'm thinking of Cary Grant in North by Northwest, and when someone wrote a note on this piece of paper and then ripped it away, he went over with a pencil and kind of shaded it to see if like that would lift up the indentions. So I don't know if there's some kind of dust, dirt, um, even the even maybe the, the the quill itself. I don't know if there's some kind of thing I can like press on the paper. Uh, and like rub onto the paper to lift up what was written on top of it to like reveal a message. If they were pressing down hard enough onto this blank piece of paper, I can maybe reveal a message. Do you know what I, you know what I mean? All you see there is a pot of the ink and the quill. And you would know, um, I would say just like looking at your stat sheet, your intelligence is high enough to know that oh. if you were to try that trick with ink, it would not work. It would just seep into the page and take away any of the imprints. I was trying to see if I have anything that might have like soot or something. So I know I have a, a charred splinter of wood, I believe I got from Frankenstein's office. So maybe if I take part of the part of the wood that's charred and has like soot on it, if I can like try and like either dust that off onto the page that I can then kind of press in with my fingers, I'm trying to use that, that soot from that to try and like raise it. the message onto the, from the paper. Here's how we can do this mechanically. <laughs> okay. You have proficiency in Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Meaning that forgery and other such things were a regular practice of yours on behalf of Lord Featherfoot Jr., I would say. Mm, okay. uh, so in that case, you are able to add your proficiency score onto this role. Yes. And let's set it off here because all the roles have been adding up on a successful thing. I'm going to say that the DC... I'm expecting of you for this will be 12. Okay, so it's kind of medium, medium okay. difficulty. What am, I, what am I rolling for this? You're going to roll a straight d20 and add your okay, proficiency. Okay, and add proficiency. Okay. <laughs> that was a crit one. Damn it. <laughs> Such a good idea. You start, to, you start to do that. You start to, you know, with, with practice ease, uh, start to kind of spread it onto the paper get it ready or laying it out, smoothing it out. And just as you're about to use that same soot to etch and gather in all the indents, a, another just boom of thunder um, really just crackles through the air behind you. And it makes you jump and you partially tear the corner. 
And looking over your shoulder again, you see the figure of Lady Macbeth in the corner of the room, looking and yet not looking in your direction. Just standing there, stock still. Oh, shit. Um... So we're just looking at each other, but she's and like and, and like she's like looking through me, like in that kind of dream state where she's not actually looking at me. Mm-hmm. I think I would not knowing if she's looking at me or not. I would kind of gingerly raise my food up, like I'm offering it to her quietly to see if she does anything. So I'm 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 shakily with my hands extending the the plate of bugbear ganoush towards her to see if she moves on or if she's actually looking at me then i'm doing something yeah and if for a moment there her eyes which are kind of darting around um in a way that is seen without seeing they lock onto yours for just a millisecond but to the point where it makes your mechanical heart jump into your throat yeah um and she opens her mouth it's as if she's going to speak directly at you, but then they slide past you towards the wall and you hear her simply mutter, thrice to nine, thrice to mine, and thrice again to make up nine. And then she once again floats past you and into okay. the next room that's like adjoining it. So not into the hallway where right. Penny and Bertram are, but in, you know, further in to this labyrinth itself of a villa that you well know how easily you can get lost in then yeah i think the last thing i'm going to do is i'm going to uh, time it once she leaves and maybe timing it with another blast like andy dufresne style timing the the banging with like the flash of lightning i'm going to rip the piece of paper that i was kind of not able to do right now but i know that maybe i can do it later um i'll pocket that and I'm going to take the plate. I'm going to go out and back into the hallway to try and find Awen and Penelope. Penelope and Awen, you, you see that. You, you, you see him, your, your friend Bertram, you see him leave and he's gone for a bit. And there you are alone at the base of the stairs. What do you two do? Penny uh, would turn to Awen and say, what are we waiting for? And then immediately just head straight towards the owl door to the war room. Absolutely. Awen follows. All right. Um, any issues getting in or are we in? I, I do it stealthily. I'm going well, <laughs> to be walking there. with stealth. Like, I mean, we're being stealthy. We were already being stealthy. So I guess we're still stealthy. But I just didn't know if there's someone. I want to walk like stealthy, issue. but also like nonchalant. Like, I should be there, but also, like, I should be there, and I'm, like, light-footed. Like, like that sketchy butler, who's always looking a little shifty, but he, be- he belongs there, you know? <laughs> Makes me think of the, the butler from Clue, maybe. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, you, I, I'm not going to make you guys do another check just to go up the stairs here, especially since the coast is clear Great. at this time. However, you do get to the door. And if you try it, uh, which it sounds like Penny was, uh, it's, it's locked. It is, it is very clearly locked. Why don't you try to pick it? Yeah, I was going to say, can I use my lock? I'll, I'll, be, I'll watch out. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be a lookout for you. Um, it says I lock pick plus two SOH. What does that mean? SOH. Slide of hand. Slide of hand. Oh, nice. 
All right. So sleight of hand plus an additional two on top of that because I have tools. I'm quite yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So all right. Oh, quite. We'll oh, see how it goes, quite. Dylan. This right. is also going to be a DC twelve, so it it is once again it's medium. All right. Well, I, I rolled a uh, twenty three. So yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if you want, just for just for shits and giggles, you can always roll another time. But I, I that that's good enough. Yeah. I'll I'll let it stand. I'll let oh. the twenty three stand on its own two feet. So Penny just immediately is futzing, futzing, gets quiet, listens to the door, futzes one more time, and then click. Yes. Yes. Let's go. All right. She scuttles in into the room. She scuttles into the room. Yeah. At this point, I think I've met them outside. I've put the the plate back down where the Goliath saw me initially leave it. And then I'll I'll slink in behind the two of them through the owl door. All right. Uh, to go inside, I need all three of you to do stealth. Oh, yikes. Hey, that's a 21. 14. Uh, 20, but not natural. I would say, Bertram, you're the last one in. And as you are attempting to noiselessly slide the door... Uh, back closed, you see in the crack the the figure of Lady Macbeth once again emerge into that main oh. hallway and starting to float back down in this direction. She's coming. She's coming. Everyone hide. I, I look around asleep, the room. But hide. Yeah, what do we see? Yeah, you. so you come into this this main room and you see a a large banquet table in the center of the room with pillars kind of periodically around it. it's just load-bearing pillars ornately carved as well um, and you see both owls and ravens um, carved into each of the pillars and beyond this table beyond this large table are three doors two of which um, let's just say door one and door three um, they have ornate carvings in the shape of owls and then the center door is in the ornate carving of a um, raven wings outstretched here's the thing i feel like it's raven week right Mm. raven raven time raven tide Mm -hmm. it's raven time (laughs) it's raven time (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be my new motto whenever i wild shape it's raven time but the from the bug but the bugbear ganoush receipt said owl that's the only reason we were leading owl i mean this door had an owl on it so i don't know where else that leads us at this point do we see any good like hiding spots? You have three doors uh, that you could go through, or you have this large ass banquet sized table um, that you could hide under. Awen goes are... under the table. Yeah, Penny goes as well. Uh, I, I, I freeze behind the door against the wall. Okay, kind of like where the, the door would open and you would be covered uh-huh. by it. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, what like are we doing? up in the back, a tall ass <laughs> Look, Looking over the door frame. <laughs> yes, yes. All you see is his frill. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, uh, you quickly do that. Uh, it almost like a hair's breadth after each of you kind of secure yourself into space and slink into the necessary dark corner uh just as another flash of lightning comes from now you see just overhead this oval ornate uh 
I guess you could call it stained glass like partition, just like a, a just a super sunroof um, overhead. And it illuminates the room blindly for a second and then goes back to black. And as your eyes adjust to this again, the door noiselessly swings open. And from your standpoint on the just below the table on the ground, you see these two pair this this pair of unshod bare feet floating mere inches off the floor. Um, are they are they penny. moving, stepping? Or are they just like kind of gliding? Like the They're feet gliding. are moving. This is spooky. They're just everybody. gliding. Yeah, it is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I love when we tell people something is spooky. That's right. Guys, you better be, be at home feeling right scared. <laughs> <laughs> you better be pissing your pants right now. <laughs> you better be so jump scare. Oh, don't swerve your car into the next lane. <laughs> <laughs> If someone right. genuinely got scared right there, they could sue you. Really? Is that a thing? No. Don't, don't sue us. Say that, no. Kimmy. Don't oh, Aaron got scared. Kimmy. That I was know. the spookiest that thing of all. That was the scariest thing yet. Litigiousness. Oh, God. Litigation. <laughs> <laughs> you almost sounded sarcastic there. Um, all right. I know you're getting sick of this. But I need all three of you to once again, since you're hiding actively, so you're not sneaking into somewhere, but you're now actively hiding, roll uh, to hide. Roll. Why is my mind going blank right now? Thank you. Roll Roll to hide. I rolled 14 hiding. 28. So Penny is the table. (laughs) Penny is the table. She's actually like up underneath and like, you know, splayed out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a perfect penny-shaped hole inside the table. Yeah, exactly. Aaron, what did you get? I rolled a 14. Uh, Bertram got a six. (gasps) Too tall for that door. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the two of you underneath the table... You know, she you you see the pair of feet uh, just float by, and and they start to circumvent the table and coming back around, and you hear just the sound of rustling papers on top of the table. And and Bertram, from your standpoint, you see that she's just absently running her hand across the table, and there's sheaths of papers and maps and charts, and she's just like running her hand across it and continuing this just inane self-talk just talking to herself and and you hear her continue the thing of fife he had a wife where is she now well what will these hands they'll never be clean and she raises them up in front of her her face and continues to rub them no more of that my lord no no more of that you mar all this with starting my lord, I heard his voice. I heard his voice clearly. It was calling to me. I shall check if he's home. And she comes and rounds again. And just before she reaches the door, it's like she sees something that catches her eye, something out of the ordinary, something that is not there in its normal stance. And it's you, Bertram. And she starts to, the, the floating starts to kind of like go down and her feet slowly touch the floor. And it's like she comes out of herself for a second. What are you, who, who could you be? My, my lady, I, your, 
food is here. I, I, I've brought it. I've brought it to you. But did you say that you need? I, I'm sorry. I thought I overheard you say that you need helping, cleaning your hands. M- might I help you with that? And she looks at them again. My hands. They're never clean, are they these days? But how did you get in, to this room? How are you here? Um, Malcolm, let me in, my lady. All right, uh, persuasion, like performance, deception. You, you choose it. Deception. <laughs> All right, I'll roll decep deception. Oh fuck yeah, that's uh twenty four. The single candle that had been floating behind her this whole time um, floats towards you and kind of illuminates your face, you know, floats upward until it illuminates your face. And she looks very closely and cocks her head in a way that is familiar to you. You've seen a head cock like that before. You can't quite place it. You must be new here, but I have been quite busy. If you would be so kind... As to put it on the table, and then leave, I would greatly appreciate that. I'm yes, going to go find Malcolm now, in fact. Oh, my lady, I think that he went to uh, the little boy's room. Um, I think he'll be up here post-haste afterwards, but um, why don't you enjoy your food in, in the next room? The next room? I know that you love bugbear ganoush, and it never tastes the same when it gets cold. Oh, that's, that's what they ordered for me tonight. A new place, right? I, I believe so, yes, my lady. Maybe I could just enjoy it right here. Um, uh... Awen <laughs> is, like, decently close to Penny, right? Is that a thing? Can that be a thing? I mean, it's a big Kay. table, but I imagine it'd be near table, you. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want to, like, I want to get right, right up into her ear. And I want to say, I want to say, Penny, Penny, I'm going to make a distraction. And then you're going to go, you're going to go run in one of those doors. Okay. I'm going to make a big hubbub. Okay. Penny's and just doing the, no, 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 the no, no, no movement. No, Penny, 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 Penny. No, I'm gonna, no. I'm going to make a big commotion. And then you're going to go, you're going to, you're going to go into the room. Okay. Do you think we should talk to her first? Penny mouths to him, which room? She mouths it because she doesn't want to get heard. Which room? Yeah, you were talking a lot. So I'm going to say at this but I, point. I was whispering so well. You, you are whispering okay, okay, so okay. well. <laughs> Look, the fact that the fact of the matter is bitch? just... and the big one said nah uh, just do a dc 10 okay it's just one of those where whenever you have whenever you have one of your players and aaron you've done this to me when i've been one of your players before it's like you have spoken more than one sentence you are going to roll there's a thunderstorm going on that's right i waited (laughs) no uh, i rolled i rolled a four (laughs) you rolled a four but listen but wait i have inspiration I got some inspo, so I'm oh, gonna re-roll. Oh, here we go. That's what you gotta do. Use it as soon as possible. You're fucking kidding me. I I rolled six. <laughs> it's, it's a really it's a waste. She doesn't know I'm under here, right? I didn't say a thing. I mouthed. Uh, if she yeah, starts it, to look around, I start like clapping 
trying FIC here and and I'm like, oh, what's a wonderful idea to eat in here, but oh, but such the the bright lights and the flashes of the of the the lightning above. Wouldn't you rather be somewhere down on the terrace or somewhere? Um, it's such a beautiful night tonight. I'd hate for you to enjoy this bugbear ganoush um, in this big room all by yourself. It is rather lonely. You start to hear things all the time. I, I sometimes hear things now, even when I'm not awake. It's, and she kind of looks at her ring. It's happening more these days. But I guess it's worth it, right? And she looks at you and gives you like a weak smile. Well, roll, I mean, it, roll oh. deception. Roll, roll your charisma choice again. So, you are doing performance. You're you are doing persuasion. You're doing deception right now, all at once. So I'm letting you choose which one. That's a big <laughs> fat one. <laughs> Who let Adam be in charge? Hey, I was trying to distract him. I was golden until Awen had to whisper and wanted to do something. Look, Penny was mad. <laughs> no. I, I don't think that would be a good idea. I think that I will stay here and wait for my husband. He should be home very soon. And she, she once again, like, points towards the table and, in, like, wordlessly instructing you to mm-hmm. place the, the tray there. Yeah, I snap. I don't even question it anymore. I go outside. I grab it. And I bring it back in. Uh, just anywhere on the table, where, where would you prefer? By, by these papers? No, I, I, I don't want to get any crumbs on them. They're, they are important right now. Very timely. Would you like me to clear them away for you and put them in the next room? No, do not touch them. Oh, oh, I wouldn't right. touch them if I were you. Oh, why? What, what would happen? Tut, tut. You're quite a chatty one. Well, I, yeah, I'm, you're not the only one who feels lonely at times. I think I just tend to talk to myself uh, to, to fill the, to fill the, the void. It's like the beginning of a weird porno. Like, sometimes I talk to myself, I'm so lonely. Oh what are you God. doing in my room? I brought you the owl special. <laughs> brought you that banouche. I got that beef shawarma. All right, anyway. <laughs> sorry i'm so sorry uh okay <laughs> well, they, they, <laughs> that that will be all you can go into the bedroom and, and clear and, and get it ready for us to to retire for the night soon thank you and Ooh. she sits down and like in a in a manner you know kind of just she sits in a spot Basically, where you see that her back is turned to the three doors. She has fully dismissed you, knows that you're there, but does not care to really talk to you anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. And really just, you see her just listlessly picking at the food. Um, But the chair that she chooses is the chair that's directly in front of Awen. Hello and welcome to First Chapter Friday. It is I, your master teacher, and I'm here today with 
the first chapter from, well, the full version of the title. This is The Personal History and Experience of David Copperfield, the Younger, also known as just David Copperfield, uh, which is by Charles Dickens, published in 1869. And the chapter one title is great. Uh, <laughs> chapter... I'm sorry. Chapter one. <laughs> Are you drunk? <laughs> Talk to the audience. There's dead air. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, don't know I am why. not editing this. <laughs> I'm currently sitting on our our couch in a nice cozy spot. All right, I'll get it together. I am so sorry. <clears throat> how unfortunate and how <laughs> unprofessional me. All right. Once again, this is chapter one of the <laughs> Hey guys, it's Kate, <laughs> your master teacher. And what you just heard was a glimpse behind the scene of one of our Patreon exclusives, our first chapter Fridays. So if you uh, liked what you tasted right there, then join us and see what else you can get with that. You can find content like the first Chapter Fridays along with our exclusive book club, a chance to play a a monthly game night with us. But my favorite is some bonus content we have. Like after our recordings, we all hang out and you get to see a glimpse behind the screen, behind my DM screen, but also just when we're not recording to get to know us and, and hear our thoughts behind the scenes. So you can find us on Patreon, click on the link in our description box, and really, it's a, it's a grown fam. We're, we're calling ourselves the Oh Man Man Fam, and you want to be a part of it and not miss out. Also, if you want to uh, reach out with to us and send us a little bit of a, a bug emoji, maybe a cricket emoji for a shout out of you listening to our, our newest cast member... The, the cricket in, in Aaron's garage. Uh, I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he will be with us or they will be with us for uh, this episode and the next one since we recorded both at the same time. And thanks for bearing with us with any little things like that for our recording, our audio. We're still a small independent show and so we're doing it all in-house and things like that happen. But we're so happy you're here. Thank you for listening. Come find us on social media. We are at OMMM Show. And join our Patreon. Let's get back to the show, shall we? I start backing away slowly. But I'm, I, I just can't leave. I'm trying to think of what I can do as I'm walking towards the door. All right. Penny is going to pull out Fezziwig. And she's going to... Okay. She's going to look at his little eye and try to... Into his little eyes and try to communicate how much she loves him. I, like by making a little eye, weird beady eye contact. And then she's going to let him go right by Lady Macbeth's feet. Um, she can't say anything to tell Fezziwig what to do. Mm-mm. Nope. So no, can't. she's going to let Fezziwig go and see if he can startle her. 
Okay. It's interesting because like I, this is a newer pet for you. This yeah, is can a, we this, have hand this signals? Is not something, no, I'm not yeah. going to give you hand signals. <laughs> Everything you want to do with your, with your fucking pets. You have to be, is so this, mad this is at me. This is going to be so helpful when you live with a ranger. How are you more annoyed at me than Mr. Um, I'm going to whisper at the top of my lungs? <laughs> All right, but I will say, like, there's still animal handling involved in this. Like, I, he's so new to you that it's not as if, like, I'm having you roll animal handling to see if he's well-trained, but just to see, like, it, does he even pay attention to you? Does he sit there? Does he... Um, th- well, this is just going to determine a lot of how I put flavor into this. Okay. Not 20, baby. Oh, shit. At that moment when you're like, please just do something, please run across her feet, you see some crumbs just in her, her absent-minded just picking with the fork into this food, and some of it tumbles down into her lap, and Fezziwig immediately, his little nose just perks up into the air, and you see him catch on to this tantalizing scent of some baba ganoush, and he immediately darts off and you see him not just scramble over her feet he's going to scramble up her leg and into her lap just diving for that oh. morsel of scrumptious goodness and you I... see, Bye, you see i hope you that not 20 protects you him you did you see the legs immediately jump up and you hear a shriek and just crumbs and plates and Hedgehog and all go flying into the air and then into a dark corner of the room. My and lady, she what's, what's, what's wrong? What, what's happening? What's wrong? There, there's, there seems to be... Is that a rodent? Yes, uh, Would you like is. me to exterminate it and for you? And she starts to bend down. Penny's up under the table. We already established she's like pushing against the table. As this as this is happening, um, no, as she this starts hap- to. She starts to like. She starts to go as if she wants to see if something's there. As this is about to happening, I think I, as I was backing away to the door, I saw foolish Penelope pulling out her animal again, like like some kind of emergency. It could have been a great <laughs> idea. When I was like, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take out my quill, and as this is kind of concurrently happening, I cast. Um, haste and uh and i want to do a twin spell and i'm going to cast haste on awen and penelope and what does haste do haste um until the spell ends the target speed is doubled you gain a plus two bonus to your ac you have advantage on dexterity saving throws um and it gains an additional action on each of its turns uh, this lasts for one minute. I also, can I attest, not to push back at the DM, but I rolled a nat 20, which I feel like means things have to go in the positive <laughs> for me. Like things have Do to they? go. Does, Does it? I thought it's assumed a nat 20 means everything goes beautifully in my direction, fate-wise. Uh, that could be wrong. That's just been my experience. Is that not the case? Not always. Not always. Um, <sighs> this is the not always. All right. I get, yeah, I get you, you had something in mind, but I do want it to be very realistic to the fact that... I just dropped a, a hedgehog on her lap, that's animal. fair. 
as soon as I see her starting to bend down, like I see that she's coming out, I saw Fezziwig fucking around and finding out. And <laughs> as soon as she's starting to bend over, I'm going to cast Conjure Beast. Okay. Now, before we do that, we have to rectify something. Bertram just cast a spell. I just and, realized that. And we've made it clear. His, his threshold begins at two. Now, where are we at? I am. I was already at four. So one, so two, three, or five. four. So I no, have we're to... going up to five. Okay. Because remember, with with your slapdash okay. loss of blood. So now blood, one, two, three, yeah. four, five, and, and yeah. something happens. That's a nine. So now okay. I'm at a wild magic surge of six, up to six. Okay. So yeah, I, you... I um. So now you you both have as you start making cause my my thinking is like shit's about to go down like we might not have much time and so I cast haste on A1 and Penny to as you guys are right by her whatever you guys are going to do if that helps at all or protects you as you guys are doing what you're about to do Here's what I envision happening Have you ever seen those like cans of peanuts that you open, and it's just a bunch of snakes that pop out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I want to happen. But it's just one really big snake, and it's real. Ooh, and it's Ooh. gonna bite her. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Wow. Okay. D- does she have to make like any saving throw, or does this just like immediately the the snake is gonna is gonna bite her? Yeah, it would it would be a bite, right? It's jumping out. It's gonna be a bite. It's not gonna from be under good. the table. It's like emerging from under the table, coming at her. Well, because she's yeah, like gonna look under the table. Bahaha, oh. motherfucker! Here's a snake coming at yeah, your yeah, face. Yeah, 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 Don't yeah. look at me. Don't look at Penny. Look at the giant snake that's coming at your face, right? Okay. Okay. So okay. she. So the snake is going to make a uh, a plus four to hit. That's sixteen against AC. That hits. And that is going to be six piercing damage. Is that right? Okay. As she's being like bludgeoned by the snake, I am going to duck under the table, out from under the table and run toward, run into, I want to run into the raven door. Which raven door? There, oh, sorry. There's only there's one only raven one door. Raven so door. the middle one, yeah. the middle raven yeah, door. Yeah, middle door. Okay. Your okay. speed is doubled. Hell yeah. Yeah, you do that. The, she is she is so just focusing on this giant snake that has grappled and and uh, bitten her um, and is still sinking its fangs into her. Yeah, you're able to do that just fine. And the door gives uh, without without any hesitation, and you're able to to burst through there. Annie, what are you doing? I have a question. Who has the bag mm-hmm. of holding right now? A one. Okay, so you're gone. So Penny is going to leap on the other side of the table, so away from her. So she's dealing us the table, just arms, grab all the papers she can into her arms as quickly as possible, and then run towards the Raven door, but would like to scoop up Fezziwig in the process to wherever Fezziwig went. Yo, <laughs> MissExtra.com. Bye. <laughs> Extra.jpg. Later. I have haste. So <laughs> you do have haste. You do have haste. All right. I see this as <laughs> I see this as a matter of two rolls. Okay. You're going to need a roll to 
scoop them up, sleight of hand. Roll for scoop. And, yeah, roll for scoop. And then also uh, scooping the possibility of scooping Fezziwig. So, okay. um, I wasn't he thrown? Do, wasn't he thrown to like yeah, the, so by the front in order door? To use like a your cat to his advantage. Yeah, but in order to use your haste to its full advantage, I would say for your second roll, acrobatics or athletics okay. to get there and back with this haste. Uh, it, it's fully in your capability to do it, but to do it well without drawing attention, it's going to require a little bit of extra athleticism for you. Great. So, so you first see Kimmy that for haste, you have an additional second. turn. You have an additional turn for haste. If you're in, if you're in combat. Well, I was going to say, oh, I'm doing two okay. things right now, too, anyway. so uh, In combat. We're out of combat, so you don't have to worry Great. about how many turns you get. Gotcha, so, gotcha, well, gotcha. I rolled a 22 <laughs> for stealth, so hopefully... You do that. You're able to scoop them up. We're going to go with acrobatics, because I do not have athletics. <sighs> 21. Whew. Damn, these rolls. Yeah, you're able to... He's already in the midst of scurrying back towards you, so you're oh. able to, with one arm grab a bundle of the papers, not all of them, but a significant amount of them, um, and with the other one to also scoop your If I missed hedgehog. the one we want, I'm going to be so pissed. I'd be so mad if the one I wanted. <laughs> okay, that's really pain as if I am being a super evil DM No, tonight. no, no, you're right. I'm sorry not to be hard on you, but I mean, you're like almost all of them. I'm like, if you are really trying to get me to leave that paper behind, I'm going to be so grumpy. <laughs> no, you're a wonderful DM and you're kind to us and we love you. Okay, great. So she then runs. She bolts after she's got Fezziwig, Texaminder, whatever pocket she has while bolting towards the Raven door. You both do it. You both make it through that raven door. Uh, Bertram, you see like the both of them just slide past you. She doesn't seem to notice in her in her fight against this uh, snake. What do you do? I guess there's no point trying to like help her. There's no point. Like there's no there's no going back. Like we've can't put Pandora back in the box. Shit's going down. So I guess I might as well give it up and. I think I would fucking book it and I would try and do a different door. Um, uh, doing a quick eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I want to try and run, if I can make it there, to door number three on the right, the other owl. Because I'm thinking of owls still. We have the owl message. Maybe something's happened with this owl. All right. Uh, so th- the three of you, so two of you go through the middle door and then one of you goes through the right door. Uh, I would say like as soon as each of you makes it, do you close it behind you? What do you, what do you do? All, f- all three of them are, uh, are unlocked. Yeah. I think I would go through and if there's a door handle or something like that, uh, kind of like I would try and like break the door handle off maybe trying to break it. So it's like, you can't like open it anymore. Try and find some way to just to kind of like smash it or break it in so it can't be used. Okay. I'm not sure what the door looks like. That's my initial thought. I left the door open so that uh, Penny could run through. Mm. And I think I'm like, shut it quiet, shut it quiet, sh- shut it quiet, shut it quiet. <laughs> Whispering again. Penny shuts it quiet. <laughs> she has no idea Hashtag where we shut are. Shut it quiet, baby. <laughs> As the door closes, you know, for for all three of you, you hear this sign of struggle, you know, ongoing, and then almost just on a pin drop, it stops. And a loud thunk 
just ha- just just the sound of a, just a large body thumping onto the floor and then this other tinkling sounds of it's kind of like just this crystalline tinkling sound swirls outside until it picks up in in energy and then gets so loud and then also stops immediately and it's eerily silent and then you hear this you hear a it's all sigh spooky. it's all very spooky you hear a sigh I do hate snakes. Where did that servant go? I guess it's time to find Malcolm. And the this, you hear a scraping of a chair and no tread of, of feet, really. Um, but the swoosh of a door opening on the far end and closing again. I look around <laughs> the room. Is it dark? All right, let's do, let's do your room first. Okay. Adam is so scared right now. I'm scared. I am very scared. I'm Listener, very scared. Adam has his hands covering his mouth very gently out of nervousness. It's all like spooky and dark and, 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 and like thundery. But it's lightning. D&D. Everything's spooky and dark. <sighs> we were, we've, every fight has Forgive been in a dungeon. Forgive me for feeling, Kimmy. Forgive wow. me for feeling. Give me a moment. You're God. right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Me I and the so audience sorry. are on the edge of our seats here. All right, so you you don't you don't have need of your dark vision. This this room is uh, nicely and softly lit. So you see a small fireplace glowing softly in the corner, and it's throwing a flickering light on the rows and rows of richly woven clothing. Uh, so you see, basically, on the far end, like a walk-in closet, um, and below your feet is this sumptuous rug and it's in the shade of blood red and it stretches the length of the room um and above you on the ceiling is a fresco and as you kind of squint at it at first your eyes kind of widen realizing what you're looking at but it's it's a fresco detailing lord and lady macbeth entwined in love's (laughs) duet (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that only confirms what your eyes start to take in in the immediate room around you in front of the walk-in closet. Um, you see a curvy chase lounge. You see restraints. Are you in a sex room? You Are see an the oversized dice with different anatomical parts and actions. And you see metal loops cascading down the wall nearest you. Does it? What does it smell like? Can I roll for smell? Oh, don't... That's the second time you've rolled for smell. Who was it that you're like? I want to know what there's. Oh yeah, the the rock bugbear. Penny is gaping at everything and doesn't fully understand. All right, all right. Penny also takes one big step away from Awen. Cut it out. I'm sorry. Why am I this way? <laughs> how much the Kate were you like how beat red my face is right now Kate how much were you like please go into the sex room please go into the sex room please go into modular the sex room. planning baby modular you were gonna planning. go in the sex room whichever room <laughs> no you were in you were always what? meant to go in the sex room fair <laughs> it enough always, it was always a butt plug mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes you see a nicely woven basket and in it you see some ceramic butt plugs wait so you said there are things. loops in the ceiling like like stuff to hold right 
There are metal to be there tied are to metal probably hoops along the wall. Along the wall, because I was going to say she doesn't need anything to get up higher. She already floats. She does. So Penny kind of gets it, but doesn't. She just knows it's it's sexual, but she doesn't know how. So she's just like gaping at everything, like wide eyed, so. wide mouthed. All right, <laughs> you're you're like one Shut of those the kids. You're like one of those people who's like, "This is sexual, isn't it?" Yeah, I don't know how, but it's but sexual. I know it's sexual. <laughs> but she's just unabashedly staring. She doesn't have the wherewithal to be embarrassed. She's just staring at everything. How does Awen feel about this? Awen's touching everything. He's he's getting a feel on all of the equipment. He's trying to find. Uh, you know, blunt objects and also They're just like, like very doable in that room. Blunt I don't want to. I don't want to know what objects. Blunt objects. I do not want to know what objects are in here that can be used for fighting. This is a family show. If he kills Lady Macbeth <laughs> with her own dildo, that would be incredible. Yeah, I know. I'm just looking around. I'm just taking a look to see if there's anything interesting aside from the various uh, sex uh, equipment in this room. Yeah, you you see. Uh, <laughs> no, it. <laughs> I'm gonna be like you see, you see a, a something that looks like your shillelagh, but it's uh definitely not used in the same way that you. <laughs> we need to get out of this room. We do. This is the worst room for me to be in ever it in D <laughs> So sorry, everyone at home, wherever you are at work the car i'm not you can subscribe to our patreon we have a patreon and uh and we are open for subscribers (laughs) but interestingly enough to you at the very least uh penny you see a walk-in closet on the far end with clothing for him on one side and clothing for her penny just goes ooh. Perfect. And then immediately runs over to her clothing, grabs something, then goes to A1 and says, turn around. I turn around? around? Yeah, absolutely. And then she changes into something of Lady Macbeth and then changes into Lady Macbeth. Okay. And then goes, trying to see if I can do your voice. Uh, What do you think? Well, um, the other Macbeth is dead, so they wouldn't have shown up. But this one works too. The alive one that's in the room, or oh, I in, hadn't, in the house. I hadn't thought of that. Can that you change? That also could have been. Should I be Lord Macbeth? Or I mean, should I be a lady? Way, I am looking forward to this. I think she is I mean, waiting. She is waiting for him to come home. You could get in real easy. Whereas Bertram tried it with the butler uh, look, and he she wasn't having that. Just uh, Penny around. just looks around the room and says, I don't know, like looking at everything in that room, because I don't know if I want to get in real easy, but uh, sure, not a bad plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, turn around, and then she changes into Lord Macbeth. What does Lord Macbeth sound like again? I do uh, not remember. I remember it was fluffy. It was, it was kind of like the... Oh, yeah, oh that's no. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Kermit the Frog. Oh, oh, no. Kermit. Okay. Kermit. Oh no, guys, I'm bad. <laughs> Why did I choose to be a fucking changeling? Um Kermit the Frog here. That's my impression. Is that bad? Do golden. You're golden pony boy. No, I think you're all lying to me, but alright. Uh how do I look? Do I look like him? <laughs> Why well, I mean, I'm shook right now. 
Um, you better be. I look down at her. Oh, man. There's this thing where, like, Macbeth had the ring. Mm-hmm. No, but that's I, but, okay. You but can I keep don't, it. I don't want to give. I don't want to give it to her. Great. I don't want to take it. So <laughs> everybody wins. <laughs> um. Okay. 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 Um. Penny, oh. you could say that if you get caught, and and she's like, "Where's your ring? How how come you don't have your ring on? You could just tell her uh, that I lost it." Yeah, I'll tell her it. I gave That's it to another plan. woman. That'll go well. Why All would right, you do let's that? go. <laughs> why why would you start whispering under a table? <laughs> <laughs> why would you send a fucking hedgehog? <laughs> All of this is so good. Okay, what's going that on? Was with a reasonable I, can tell, I can tell your characters are overtired. Yeah. Oh <laughs> they're they're performing. The I think this isn't the time. Oh god, I'm totally losing it. All right. <laughs> Get Kermit back. Kermit. Kermit. Kermit the Frog. I don't think this is the time for this conversation. So we will have this later amongst other hard conversations. <laughs> Fuck me. I can't do voices. Um, all right. I think we need to f- make sure we didn't miss anything. Find Bertram. Find that page and get the fuck the page. And then uh, she immediately uh, Lord wants to go through the papers to see if she got the page. Oh, yeah. Page. Well, all right. I know it's more Mickey Mouse than Kermit the Frog, but just I go like with it. it. Rock with it. I love it. <laughs> I'm trying. You both keep laughing at me. It's good. It's well, it's it's so great. good. It's, it's so good. My feelings aren't hurt. I'm just sensitive. All right. Do I have the page? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have, you okay, open uh, the paper says the page page number two <laughs> it's laminated uh here here's what you so you pull it out and you can kind of like spread it out on the floor just on on the carpeting right there and what you do see immediately is that you see uh maps and papers detailing points for what look like future army musterings and you see um the notes malcolm will lead and then you see uh two areas two points on there coming from that note um carrying the single name on each of those points on that labeled swiss uh the second page you see a list that's titled contacts mia consider compromised and you see written below that the Count and Countess of Monte Cristo and Dr. Victor Frankenstein. Compromised is right. You see another uh, hastily scribbled note um, in a different writing than you had seen before. Um, this time it's, it's much more precise and, and kind of printed instead of a flowing script as the others. Um, and this one is basically a list of recently failed attempts on the blank map parchment um, with only one noted partial success at responding to enchantment. Um, remind me again, what did, you, what did you roll on sleight of hand? Shoot. 22, I want to say. Okay, that's what you found. So you see those maps, (laughs) you see those maps, a list of uh, contacts that are considered compromised because they're missing in action. And you see uh, just kind of these notations of the different failed attempts on accessing this blank 
parchment that you know to be a part of the map um, with only one partial quick success at responding to a, an enchantment spell. Well, damn. It's not here. So let's jump over to you, Bertram. So you, you close the door softly behind you and you turn around and you see it's a simple study um, with a really cabinets lining the back wall, a, on the right-hand side of it, a couple desks kind of put uh, together as if a couple people had been there a long time. And then in another cabinet of wood paneling and glass, you see a single piece of parchment paper. First of all, I take whatever furniture that isn't important and I just line it against the door. I'm trying to barricade myself in here. Is there any kind of exit I'm seeing in here? Or is it like a, a closet? Oh, fuck. Just ripping okay. doorknobs off before looking around. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Um, okay, I... Then I can't stay in here. I'm, st- I'm trapped. I, I think I very quickly then grab the... The... the what the the thing hanging behind the glass the the am i am i holding like a shadow box that's like holding this piece of paper well at this moment you're not holding anything because as you step towards it and you come right in front of this glass cabinet and reach to open it up from below you a a complex web of airstream starts to to lift you up, buffeting you on all sides, and there's currents and winds howling around you, ranging from stiff breezes to howling gales that start to feel as if it's like ripping you apart, and you Whoa. are battered through the room. And I'm going to ask you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh. 18. Okay, so you're going to take half damage. Oh. Yeah, so you save, but that means you take half damage. Yeah, I know, but what's the damage? Hang on. I got to roll. Well, I know. I was looking at you. Like, I understood. understood. Oh, I'm not looking at you. Remember, I Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm not always looking at you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Just going based off of... All right. Here we go. It's a 1d12. Oh, my goodness. Okay. You're going to take two damage. Oh. So... Yeah. Not bad, not bad. So role. I'm getting thrown around this room, though? Like, like I'm caught in a tornado? You get thrown around the room, and you hit against uh, the opposite wall of it, and you slide down onto uh, the, just basically the, the, two, the two tables that are facing one of the two desks, and you land on top of that with a heavy thunk. Can I, can I hear at all, like, if I put my head against the wall uh, where I saw... Penelope and Awen walk into. Can I hear them at all? Like, is it kind of like a? This is a padded room. Uh, you can. Hmm, I I would say like you at most hear two voices very muffled, but you cannot make out what they're saying. So, there's this thing on the wall that's protected behind glass. This document behind glass, and whenever I get close to it, uh, this kind of trap comes up and starts casting this magical wind that just throws me around this padded room. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. And this is always a, a good idea just as a DM to, you know, just not, th- especially when you have a player by themselves and it's like, figure it out without the help of yeah. your teammates, you know, or else it's meta. What I will say for you is that you can roll either history or survival. Okay, my history is pretty good. 24. 
you remember basically seeing the appearance of Lady Macbeth and remembering that she is an heir genasi. You remember reading about them. You remember reading about their specific people because they had been something that the Featherfoot family, especially uh, heir genasi families of nobility, he regularly wanted to work with them because this idea of if he could get their money behind it and this idea of being swift of foot would have served him well. Mm. And when passage that you thought was interesting in your reading on the Air Genasi is that a lot of their winds that they would use to protect them, um, you know that even the most skilled heroes would have to navigate those currents very carefully and choose to fly with the winds and mm. not against them. So by sur- it's only by surrendering that you would be able to avoid any buffeting pressure. Um, I want to take out from not not the piece of paper I took earlier, but I want to. Oh, there's a bunch of books in here, right? Mm-hmm. I want to take a, a book, rip open some pages, and I want to keep ripping those those uh, pages into small, 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 small pieces, and I want to throw it uh, at uh, kind of in the room to try and see if I can catch the pattern uh, and see how the wind is taking these pieces to try and read the room, to try and read like the formation of the, the, the wind currents, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You do that. And you notice too, at, since the paper's being very low in weight and not struggling against it, but flowing with the current, that as soon as you drop them in that same space that you had stood, um, they do float immediately upward, but before hitting the top wall, they float gracefully down and very quickly up and down in this intricate pattern that does not seem to have any any meaning behind it, and it is very randomized, but it takes them around the room and finally ending on the other side of the stone. And so this this all these scattered pieces of paper that you had complete the circuitous route around the room and end in a pile immediately next to the cabinets within reach. I mean, are you saying that that only succeeded though because it was, a, it was light and it was a piece of paper? So I, I wouldn't I'm be able to... I'm saying it succeeded because it did not fight. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I think I would try and throw myself into the same starting position and as opposed to f- fighting and thrashing against the wind, try and go limp and try and see if the current will take me also along the same path? Question you do mark? that. Okay. Yeah, you do that. Uh, would you roll wisdom with advantage for me? Because you're going to have to fight against those instincts to, mm-hmm. to protect yeah. yourself, to roll into a ball, to avoid. Okay, that was a six. That was a crit one. Um, I am going to use, I guess, my wild magic surge, or not wild magic surge, uh, my, 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 oh, I forgot I had this feature. I'm going to do Tides of Chaos Okay. to try and get an advantage again, because those two rolls were poopy. A 13. That does it. Okay. okay. Hell yes. You do, and it, it lightly, and it, you almost flinch. There, there's one wall that you're flying at, and you see just this exposed beam, and your head is almost coming at it, but you keep yourself from flinching or fighting, and it immediately curves you downward and then gently deposits you in front of the cabinet. Ooh, awesome. Um, 
I'm wondering, I can't take the whole cabinet. That's ridiculous. Am I able to like open this and break it to get the piece of paper? You reach out and you hold it, uh, you hold the knob and it pulls open. Ooh, yes. And I gingerly take it. Um, I'm not seeing anything on it. It's just a blank, it's, it's just a blank piece of parchment. You see, yeah, it's, it, for all intents and purposes, it looks just like a blank piece of parchment. Um, you do feel like a humming coming, like a vibration coming from it, as if an energy is contained within. But it looks exactly like the other piece of parchment that you took from Chateau Deef, um, which itself was blank until you found the right way to activate it. Um, if I, if I, if it's a blank piece of parchment, is, is there maybe something I have in my pack already having, having parchment and taking notes that I could put in its place to make it look like the document is still there? Oh, roll perception or investigation. Uh, 20, unnatural 20. Yeah, you definitely find something that looks very similar to it. For a practiced eye who knows it well, mm-hmm. um, if they were to pick it up and actually examine it, they would know that it is For not sure. you know, the thing. But locked away safe, standing across the room, or even within six feet of it, it would look... Perfect. To pass. It would that, pass. That, that's, that's enough for me to maybe, for them to not suspect that we found it or were able to retrieve it. I want to take it roll it up with what I have maybe maybe even put this parchment inside like the book that I'm writing so it won't get like bent or hurt I want to kind of put it inside hide it inside the the book that I'm that I'm writing about our adventures and I want to replace it with a a phony copycat and then uh is there any way of like exiting this without having to go through the gust of winds again or do I have to write that again no you can sidestep it Okay. Definitely, yeah. Watching the route of the wind, you saw an area to sidestep against the wall. Okay. Then I want to uh, grab it g- and and get out of there. I think I'm, I'm I'm putting my ear against the door that leads back into the main room. I want to hear. Do I hear Lady Macbeth or Malcolm? Perception. A six. You hear nothing. But the crash of more thunder. I got. I got to get out of this room. I'm just gonna fucking try and just sprint. I want to open the door and try and just quickly get to the room where I last saw Awen and Penelope. Okay. Yeah. You open the door and nobody's in that room yet. Okay. Then nobody's there. Cool. Um. I open the the door, the Raven door, and I. What am I seeing, Awen and, and Penelope doing right now? Am I seeing uh, Lord Macbeth a, a next to Awen? Yes. For my for uh, Lord Macbeth is kind of squatted because Lord Macbeth is pretty short and stout, correct? Yeah, I, I would say he's he's definitely on the huskier side. He's uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he wears he's husky on the shorter boys side clothes. Of husky. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's kind of awkwardly squatted over the other pages, looking at him, uh, going, "Hi, the page isn't here, and I don't like." I found these the page. Ones. I found the page. We need you to go now. Page? Oh, all right, Bertram. Your eyes like pick up the the side of this room as well. And what in? <laughs> just oh, go. Let's just goodness. go. I have we questions for later. This. We will never discuss of this. I'm never discussing this with Welcome you two. Welcome to the Bone Zone.
Oh, God. Uh, yeah, Penny just immediately leaves the room. Doesn't care who's out there, is trying to escape this conversation. The three of you go five, six steps, and the far door opens. And in comes Malcolm and Lady Macbeth. And immediately she stops short and sees you, Penny. This, this can't be. Is, when, when did you get home? I got home just a little bit ago. You weren't to anywhere to be found. I came in the sideway, uh, and I came immediately up here with my two compatriots I picked up at Gatsby's. He's, they're two different of his henchmen, but I took them from him, as I do. So, actually, my love, I'm so sorry. I know I've only just come home, but actually, there's a bit of an emergency situation at Gatsby's. I just had to check and make sure everything was fine here, and we have to go deal with this situation. And then, uh, then uh, I, Penny slash Mac- Lord Macbeth tries to just slowly walk past. You can roll performance, deception, or persuasion. Um, 15. You start to go past her, and then she holds her hand up towards you, and then slowly, like, reaching her face towards, reaching her hand towards your face, and then she stops and, and, like, cups the side of your face. Do you really plan to leave without saying goodbye properly? Well, I barely got to say hello properly. So, I didn't know if it would be necessary. My love, I'm, you know how I get very focused, very hardworking. So, uh, uh, but of course, my love, I apologize. I never want to neglect you. And, uh, Lord Macbeth goes in for a quick cheek kiss and then is going to just try to head out that door. I'll be home before sunrise. All right, my darling, but one thing. Why did I clearly hear your voice in pain saying my name? Oh, that? Oh, funny, funny you should mention it. I stubbed my toe terribly (coughs) at Gatsby's. So painful, I think it's broken. Uh, didn't want to do that, but uh, I cursed the world and then I cried out for your name in anguish. But then it felt better. Uh, after I walked it off, so I'm not sure how would you have heard that, though. It was at Gatsby's. And as you start to inch closer and closer to the door, her, hand, her eyes, you know, flick over you, and, and they're taking in the familiar face, the, the, the clothes, the um, almost cannily similar voice. <laughs> <laughs> the familiar voice. And then her eyes furrow. Where, where is your ring? And then she sees you, Awen. Why would you be wearing his ring? And her hair starts to float upwards just in this as if it's just like the, these winds are coming out of nowhere and and picking up in speed. Um, the barbarian uh, Goliath, who had been silently standing behind her and at the door, um, 
starts to just cross his arms, waiting to see what will happen. That ring does not come off, except in the most dire circumstances. And too many things are not adding up, you see. Your clothes, not what you were wearing. Oh, I, I clearly st- walked out and changed from the closet. That adds up quite nicely, I think. I switched out what I was wearing. I don't understand. Sh- I wanted to put on my best sex regalia. <laughs> <laughs> it's all of their me? clothes in there, right? Mm-hmm. The chaste kiss you gave me. The ring that belongs on your hand is on his. He wanted to get one for himself, so I told him he should just <laughs> take it for a spin. And why and, and <laughs> why would you give it to someone who is wearing a servant's regalia? These are two servants, are they not? Gatsby's well, servants. He hires the best. They're wearing our servants' regalia. Yes, we also Darling. I had them change earlier as well. Because they work for me now. But they're still the best. Sometimes, darling, I can't. I have to do things with my hands, technical things, you understand. And I can't also be dealing with the ring. So I figured, hey, you deal with the ring and all of its power, and I will do the technical things with my hands, the machinery and whatnot. You understand. And as you continue rambling on, her eyes flick over to the banquet table and notices its disarray. Malcolm, take their bags, would you? Roll for initiative. Oh, yes! The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. From the team behind the award-winning Best Fiction Horror Podcast, Nightlight. A new audio drama that brings the southern folklore of true blood and the cosmic horror of Lovecraft Country to your ears. You don't hear that, do you? Afflicted is a tale of hoodoo, a demonic book bound in human flesh, and natural disasters that are anything but natural. Which grave did you get the dirt from? Which grave? Afflicted, a horror thriller audio drama coming this Halloween thanks to our Indiegogo supporters. Subscribe now to get notified the moment the first episode drops. It's It's happening. happening.